0: deeply disturbing things the podcast i'm macy and i'm naomi and we're two anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things
1: we believe normal is boring knowledge is power and laughter is the best medicine and your hair looks so cute today thank you i love
0: the pink it's nice
1: it's like a fiery color like for Mm -hmm. fall like that color like the leaves get when it's like pink.
0: yeah like red burnt burnt
1: Yes, Pink, orangey it's like flame on the side of my head it's very nice thank you I'm loving it I'm so glad I stuck with my hair person good I realized the communication problems were all on my side it was Which all my talked fault. about and you knew it was
0: all... yeah,
1: yeah it was I'm all glad, glad
0: you accepted it <laughs>
1: <laughs> cracking into my 14 hands mm. hot to trot can
0: nice I'm, I'm drinking okay. a beer I'm drinking death by coconut
1: Coconut beer, oh. Mm -hmm. Tasty. All right, so did you watch the movie that you were supposed to I
0: did, I watched it today. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Um, I know, I super enjoyed it. I'm excited to talk about it.
1: Okay, cool. So tonight we are going to review the movie, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. So if you have not watched that yet, stop. stop. Spoilers. Walk away. Spoilers
0: on this 1962 film. (laughs) Go watch it and then come back. Yes, it's not our fault. Because spoilers didn't.
1: aren't fun. No. So the description on IMDb is a former child star torments her sister in their decaying Hollywood mansion.
0: And I would just like to say there's so much more than that.
1: <laughs> there is so much more. Do you Would you like a little backstory? Yeah, I would. I thought I could add a little more context to this. I watched... The FX series called Feud. After I watched the movie, mm-hmm. and it's about the real life feud between the actors Joan Crawford and Betty oh, Davis. Oh,
0: I didn't know if it was based on a real story or not.
1: No, it wasn't. But the actors themselves
0: oh hated
1: each other in real life.
0: Really, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: they had a whole feud that went on during the filming and just and continued on to till the ends of their lives. So this series is really good. I recommend it if you just want to know more and you're into that kind of thing. Susan Sarandon plays Betty Davis and Jessica Lange, who I love, plays um, Joan Crawford and does a great job. Uh They both do great jobs. And they get to reenact scenes from the movie, which is really cool to watch. Oh, cool. (laughs) And Betty Davis was nominated for an Oscar for her role in this movie.
0: Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know this movie existed until I watched it.
1: These stars, I know, don't you feel like a little bit more cultured? I do.
0: I mean, I was like, I can't even tell you the last black and white movie I've watched.
1: Well, this is like a a classic and I kind Mm -hmm. of felt lame that I had never watched it before. So now I feel more fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Um, So both stars were in their mid 50s by the time they filmed this. And by Hollywood standards, back in that time, that was ancient. Mhm, and this film started a trend that has a terrible name called Hag Sploitation. oh wow, <laughs> okay. so it's where Hollywood took these quote unquote aging actors mm-hmm. and put them in these films where they just make them like bring out like horror and and use them that way to make it yeah, as horrible a- as possible,
0: yeah, as I was say it's very um demeaning
1: it is but you know for those movie studios it was about the money so betty davis and joan crawford like i said hated each other and they never resolved their differences but despite hating each other their lives have a lot of similarities they both like to drink in real life (laughs) a lot similarity
0: number one
1: (laughs) um they both had adopted children Joan adopted all five of her children, and Betty had one adopted daughter. Mm -hmm. And both of their daughters wrote scathing tell alls. Oh, wow. About their mothers. That would be the worst part about
0: being a famous mom (laughs) is that at some point your family is going to do a scathing
1: review of you. A scathing tell all. I know. I rue the day when my kids (laughs) write a scathing tell all about me. That's why I'm writing my book so I can come out with it first and be proactive. Counter
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they said in the future is wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. I already you create your own narrative, right? Right. Uh, so Betty Davis's real life daughter, Beatty, played the role of the neighbor girl in the film.
0: Oh, okay. The and neighbor, in, neighbor in the lady do- or the girl? The girl. Like, the daughter. Okay. Got it. Got it.
1: And then in that docuseries I watched, the reason she was pulled in is because Betty Davis was um, threatened by the original actor because she was like this young, hot thing. Oh, I actually want to be overshadowed.
0: I had had a thought about that too. I was like, I thought it was an interesting actress because she actually had, she did have like physical shape to her. Um, Which you didn't
1: see back then.
0: No, no. Normally it's like stick figure like if you look at anyone else casted like on the beach and things like that those scenes
1: that was like the norm of casting then yeah and (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. beauty had a lot some curves to her
0: right right
1: um but apparently she couldn't act for shit (laughs) and so yeah her acting career didn't go on didn't really continue after that and then Joan's adoptive daughter, Christina Crawford, wrote the famous book, Mommy Dearest. Oh, okay. That the 81 film of the same name um, was made based off of. And in this book and in the movie, Joan is portrayed as an abusive and manipulative mother. And Faye Dunaway plays like this total exaggerated version of Joan Crawford. And the film has the famous line, no more wire hangers. And I just wanted to play that sound for you real quick. Yeah. Because why not? Why not?
0: I can't hear anything.
1: Oh, we can't hear that.
0: Oh, probably not because I'm on a computer. So your computer is blocking your internal sound.
1: <laughs> no, I know why. Because the sound is playing in my headphones that I'm not
0: uh, wearing. Gotcha.
1: I will solve this problem lickety split because I think you really Bunchy want to
0: untangles, it. She lifts up the cables and it looks like a Christmas light box.
1: Let me just really quickly figure <laughs> out which wire. Okay, never mind. Um, you give it back. All you have obviously... to do is unplug the end of it. There's two ends though. Which one? I don't want to unplug it the wrong one. It doesn't matter. Wire. What do you mean what it do doesn't mean? What do you mean it matters? You're not look wearing the headphones. Look at this snake's nest. Does that wire. have? Yeah. That, okay, all right. There and I that snake it. nest connects to two different things. Okay. So on your own, folks, look up on YouTube the gnome wire hangers, Mommy Dearest clip. Believe me, it'll be worth your while.
0: I'll I'll do that. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll do it tonight.
1: Super. What were Jones Crawford's last words as she lay dying? She said, damn it, don't you dare ask God to help me. She said that to her housekeeper, who began to pray out loud. (laughs) So that's a little context. A little sass there. Of the two actors. So as you mentioned, this is a 1962 film called Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, starring Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. Shall I walk us through it? And then we Yes,
0: yeah, let's just talk in. as talk as we go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then you jump in with some comments. Yeah. So, this I just took notes as I watched it. The film opens in 1917, and little Baby Jane Hudson is all the rage. She's like got a, kind of a Shirley Temple look. Mm-hmm. She's billed as the diminutive dancing deuce from Duluth. <laughs> singing she and did. dancing your favorite songs mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so these are vaudeville times and they they show little baby jane turning it up on stage so she's singing and dancing
0: huge audience yeah huge
1: audience and so her big hit was the song i've written a letter to daddy
0: i've written a letter to daddy
1: yeah like, and okay. it's Yeah, it's a song about a little girl writing a letter to her daddy, but her daddy is in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) There were were life-size Baby Jane dolls. And they were flying off the shelves at $3.25 a piece, which I thought was probably a lot back then. Probably. So what could go wrong? You know, you've got this... Perfect child star situation. And
0: with her kisses.
1: That's right. She's well loved by the fans, but Baby Jane Hudson was spoiled.
0: She was a brat. Like when she comes out the back of the building and is like, "I want ice cream," and did not care that there was a ton of people there watching.
1: Demands an ice cream.
0: Demand yes. until her dad folds because he's embarrassed.
1: Well, I think he's the one that spoiled her.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and he's then like, her oh, Blanche,
1: <laughs> her dark-haired sister Blanche.
0: Yeah, what is that saying?
1: Was overlooked for the times bitter. it was very obvious and upfront. <laughs> right. I mean, all my child heroes her were blonde. That's why I have so many problems, and like need should be in therapy, probably.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Blanche was very. You know, obviously bitter in those moments. Totally uh, and, bitter. Yeah, very bitter.
1: You could just see her kind of thinking, like, hmm, biding my time.
0: And then her mom pulls her aside and says, You know, I want, I hope that when, cause you're much more talented in the future, like, I hope that you're much more kind to your dad and sister than they were to you. And she goes, I'll, I'll never forget. <laughs>
1: she did so fast forward to 1935 Jane Hudson her sister Blanche are all grown up they're both actors on the silver screen but Jane is known for her drinking and lack of acting skills while Blanche is now the big movie star Mm -hmm. and Blanche's contract states that for every film they make with her they also have to make a film with Jane
0: right right (laughs) Which, like, I, yeah, there's so many things I have to say, but I can't say them
1: yet. Can't say them yet. No. <laughs> so there's a terrible car accident.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And all we see is Blanche's fancy convertible being driven towards the gates of the mansion they live in. we see, you know, one of the sisters standing there in front of the gates and then, you know, crash, boom, bang. Um they don't and, uh, actually show what happens hmm. which i i loved that i loved it too and they um
0: all of a sudden the the driver gets up and like bails out of the car after the accident
1: yeah and so we're left wondering what happens so i love it for that reason but i also love it because it's, a nice it's cliffhanger.
0: not
1: it's not like all blood and gore and like super graphic
0: no this was like a um, I like this. I definitely call it like a psychological thriller. Even I would say like not to the point of like a horror movie or anything like that.
1: I think back then it was billed as horror. Yeah, we like just live in you, such a different time. We live in the time of like human centipede. So did you
0: ever see Vertigo? The original way back. Yeah, like yeah. Black o- it kind of reminded me of that type of like psychological.
1: Right, yeah. but I think my mind because my mind had to do the job of what happened versus it being mm-hmm. just sped to me. Told I think it. it really engaged my imagination more. And I'm probably Great. imagining something much worse than filmmakers could have, you know, mm-hmm. represented anyway.
0: Right. And I think that it was so well, like, honestly, I in, initially I started it and I won't lie. I was like, why did I pick this? Um, <laughs> <'cause> I, was, <laughs> I was the one that picked it. And I was like, Oh great. This is going to be boring. That's what I thought. And it wasn't. It was engaging the whole time. The um actresses were amazing throughout the whole thing. And yeah, no, I really captivating, captivating.
1: I think both actors gave it a hundred percent. Like oh, absolutely. Gave it their all. Yes. And like this is just the precursor. Yeah, that was just the intro. So then the actual movie starts, and it says yesterday. So oh. it starts at current time of filming, which was
0: 1962.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the Neighbors, which is a mom and daughter, are discussing the rumor that Jane Hudson was responsible for the accident that disabled her sister Blanche. So mm-hmm. Blanche is now seen in a wheelchair.
0: Mm-hmm. and There's room in the house
1: yeah yeah and so you know we think back to that scene it's like okay i guess jane was driving that car and blanche was the one against the gates and 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 got hit and paralyzed
0: which yeah um made sense just in in the like the rivalry that was kind of brought up like one of the things i loved is that it really did build character development early on and you had like you had feelings about the characters. And I think that's what a lot of, um I've been talking a lot about like current Netflix movies or just movies that they're kind of pumping out really fast where I'm like, really fast, care. yeah, we like, I don't care about these characters. Like they've done nothing to make me feel invested in them. E- in And that's, you know, good or bad. Even if it's a bad, quote unquote, bad character, I should feel invested in that
1: character for what
0: they are. There should if should be layers. Like, right. And if I'm not, then I'm, yeah, you know. They're one just,
1: dimensional. Yeah you're like oh they died hmm.
0: where this it's like even <laughs> pulled like the, some laundry the the nastiness of her as a kid like i related that to like children i've known or grew up with
1: or i'm like
0: oh yeah i feel a certain way about her
1: or children i've been yeah <laughs> so meanwhile in the house next door blanche is seen watching one of her own old, old films fondly so the tv station is replaying all her old films and it's There's really that. giving her this new boost of popularity she's getting checks coming in mm-hmm. and then we see jane looking a little rough around the edges drinking alcohol in the middle you know in the day Damn uh, it. there was a word that was used oh man
0: and i was like i need to remember the word so the the daughter across the street said
1: that she, oh, just, she called her a fat old something.
0: Yes, a fat old, oh, that was it. A fat old something sloshing. It wasn't sloshing. It was something like that around. And I was like, what a good word, you know? And I wanted to remember it. <laughs> and now I'm not. I'll well, I was,
1: it's that interesting it. that, you know, like that was considered fat back then right I mean, now I know. and she's like she doesn't seem fat at all like no what? she's
0: clearly not it, but and it was just like a talk about below the norm
1: of you know yeah. size yeah yeah um so jane's irritated she walks upstairs bullies blanche because she's like me.
0: caretaker now yeah she's like
1: taking care of her but immediately i'm like why is the person in the wheelchair upstairs like
0: i know that i know where like she can never leave She's
1: so dependent yeah Yeah. i mean of course it's a plot device but also it's like what the hell did this mansion not have any bedrooms downstairs i mean my house
0: both both of their doesn't. so maybe that's
1: like a thing from the old days like my house doesn't have a any bedrooms downstairs right it's 1909 so well
0: the layout didn't make it look like there was cuz there was the kitchen to the left like from the left of the entry was kitchen and then to the right was living room and there was like a back entry into the kitchen and then the stairs and the two bedrooms so yeah I so there it's was.
1: there it was no bedrooms downstairs mm-hmm. terrible planning yeah
0: like why was our why silver tsunami
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> We see, like you mentioned, Jane is taking care of Blanche, makes her meals and so on, but is also keeping Blanche kind of as a prisoner who's not really allowed to see anyone. Like the neighbors have never seen her. They've lived there six months, have never seen Blanche.
0: And they're like fans. And so she's, yeah. And she's been like hoarding her mail and not providing letters. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it kind of reminds me of your gaslighting episode a little bit, like this—the psychological right. control.
0: Yeah, also reminds me of misery a bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Stephen King story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that book was terrifying! Terrifying. <laughs> I could only read that during the day. <laughs> so at this point, I think we're we're supposed to feel sorry for Blanche and hate Jane, but I I had the opposite. Like really? I found Blanche kind of annoying and, and Jane kind of like cool and entertaining and you, charismatic. You know what's really
0: interesting though is like I viewed it the other way. And just I very much that. I very much see that like my personality would be much more Blanchean, and you would be much more Janian. <laughs> I would be the one upstairs that you were keeping hostage. <laughs> well, <laughs> you'd, I just felt you'd like you bring me food because you'd feel bad, but when I'd press the button because I'm impatient and and I'm like, ring, 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 ring. You'd be like, fucking bitch. I'm in the middle of something. Which, which at times, like, I think the realness of that is like, she, it was, it was like a few times the bell ringing, and and it would get like just excessive. <laughs> Where like, okay, calm down. Be like one time's enough. Give me time to get upstairs. I'll get to you. And like. No, you don't need to know what's going on downstairs. But I get the context. <laughs> I get the context that she hasn't seen anybody. But because that would totally be me. I'd be like, what's going on? Who's here? Right. For me
1: Yeah, yeah. She needs a periscope. Uh <laughs> or a hole in
0: the floor, maybe just a peephole down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she needs a ring system. But I think what it was that was annoying me about Blanche is she was just so soft like there was a lack of a- assertiveness
0: well but that initially just, though initially though like she really aligned with my
1: values
0: she didn't see <laughs> again like some of this conversation has to wait but right
1: right right. i, I know some things start to make more sense right. later
0: in that moment though it really reads that she is um trying to see the best in her sister and trying to be very understanding of where her sister's coming from and not viewing it as manipulative and trying to trying to align with that viewpoint
1: yes In-ish. exactly so uh, Blanche has a helper Elvira who's like housekeeper but more I felt like also kind of a caregiver as well that would come in and and help out Blanche and I like Elvira like she has sense like she's you can't pull some bullshit on Elvira like no I liked her character right away I'm like okay she calls it like it is like
0: mm-hmm. she,
1: I there's no fool she's no fool
0: and I think she's the first like balance point in the film for me. Um, because you have two side, like you said, two extremes happening. And then and it's making you kind of like the reality's distorted on both sides. And then you see her in and how she approaches the situations, and you're like, oh, here's the rational part. Here's the balance <laughs> between the two. Because they're both, I agree, like on an end. And she comes yeah, in and yeah. no, 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 this is what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we learned Blanche is planning on selling the house and putting Jane in some kind of supportive living situation. Those are modern words. I think back then it was called putting them in a home.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) Or putting them away or something like that.
0: Yes. Which was viewed as very, I think for that time too, was not as acceptable as I think it is now commonplace, I think. Um. But she, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's something to be angry about.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like learning about our history by like reading books and watching films, mm-hmm. you know, and just seeing how people just really live day to day. I mean, even though this is right. very fictionalized, there's still things that like rotary phones that we can be like, oh, yeah, I remember that because <laughs> kids today have never used said, one and don't even said, know
0: how to use one you just said kids today yeah that instantly aged you.
1: yeah well i had a rotary phone at one time in my home so there's that know, but
0: i did have a corded phone like the really I mean, long corded one,
1: like probably up to t- mid-20s have never seen one and don't know how it works
0: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah 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 so so that was kind of cool to see some of those things yeah even like like how the house was styled I like that I I I found myself like looking at the furniture and like oh and I had a moment when I was looking at her like makeup stand thing and I was like they just don't make things like that I was doing the like oh if you buy something it's all ply ply board or whatever
1: totally and like the old cars of course are cool and yeah like the hairstyles, I was like, oh, I was amazed, like,
0: wow, like they, they like pretty themselves up every morning. <laughs> yeah, every day, every day, lipstick, mascara, I was and hair done. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm lucky to put pants on.
1: No, it's like, yeah, yoga pants and, and messy buns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Slippers happening right now.
0: How did you know? <laughs> this is literally just a clip.
1: Oh, your bear claw. Those are back in style now.
0: I don't I need care. to get
1: one. <laughs> so, um, Jane uses the rotary phone to impersonate Blanche, and she's really good. Like, it oh sounds God, just really like
0: Blanche. Good at her. Yeah.
1: That was she's a ordering a liquor fun. order to the house. So I'm like, oh, they had DoorDash back then, too. <laughs> so Jane is escalating, it seems. Hmm. Um, Decompensating compensating in our world
0: well and that's what i mean i don't know it was interesting because the blanche talked about with um was elvira elvira yeah that, um like i think that she knows about the house sisters have a way of knowing and she says that at the very beginning um and like later on it talks about like oh you're spying on me um but I feel like on some level, she knew something about her knowing something. And mm-hmm. because her behavior, Elvira says it's getting worse. It's been worse than the last month, which is when the house stuff has been happening. Right. And that's when Blanche doesn't want to talk about her getting worse. She's just trying to push it through.
1: Right, right. So trying some denial to- there, you think?
0: Yeah. Or cover
1: up or something. Or
0: possible ulterior motive of mm. like cuz she's trying to leave her sister and put her sister in a home.
1: Oh, maybe she's maybe this is like real gaslighting. Maybe right. she's trying to put Jane in psychological right. distress That's so what that I'm... she has more yeah. like uh weight behind putting oh. her in the home.
0: Yes, because the behavior got worse. It was noted as being worse. She minimized that it was getting worse mm. at that time, and but then um, said that she probably knew knew something because sisters always sisters know, and
1: so she may and, have intentionally left some documents out or leaked, like talked something. loud on the phone or mm-hmm. something, because then she'd be able to use that as. as Jane's well, decompensation is leverage to be like, Yeah, she right. needs to be put in a home. And she's, she's like, So, unhinged.
0: so you've been spying on me, but she sounds shocked. But, like, at this point, like, it, that doesn't make sense that she's shocked by that. And the uh, sister Jane said, I know you didn't have calls come in, you called out, which I think was another important part because she, mm. uh, Blanche was trying to say that the um their agent told her that due to money they had to sell and that's what she kind of was leaning on for her whole side of the argument
1: right but financial
0: jane says i know the financials you're fine
1: why yeah, you yeah,
0: and he didn't call you i know every call that's come in you called him which makes it very intentional she is intentionally selling her house she does have money she chose to do it and somehow chose to have her sister know about it which may have been knowing that her sister would pick up the phone call
1: oh, i think you're, you've you've cracked the case
0: Sorry, I watched it today. I'm all passionate about it.
1: No, I love it. I love it. So she begins. Jane, Jane begins cutting Blanche off from all contact with the outside world. So, I mean, in this context, it's a trauma response, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Which, when you watch them this movie, and you will have watched it already, so you'll know. But initially, or you, better have, or
1: you didn't. Yeah, and if to you it.
0: haven't, you're gonna go watch it. And you're gonna be confused by what we're saying. But. Um, what it looks like initially is that she's, yeah, that Blanche is being separated off, she's being taken advantage of, and uh, her sister's getting crazier, is what they're trying to lean towards. She's in her mind, but you don't actually see that, like, she's not doing anything, like, she's not having at this point, like, delusions or anything like that. She's just jealous she's
1: she's confused she's she's second
0: guessing herself she wants connection she wants a friend a guy friend she's (laughs) anxious she's worried but Mm -hmm. um and she's bitter and she lashes out at her sister in numerous ways but like laughs about it like she thinks it's funny
1: i don't think we can call it paranoia when it's based on reality yes because she kind of seems paranoid but it's not if, if it's yeah, real yeah. concern and if she
0: learn. knew at that point already because she didn't seem shocked when she was told um yeah. so if she knew already it was this is her reaction to she's trying to put me away and in the next part i'm sure you're going to talk about the her trying to get a job basically or yes I, yeah so with that she's trying to secure her own money
1: right and trying, trying to, to an do
0: it and trying to do it quickly which means she's trying to take care of herself
1: independently. right so she Jane starts to cut blanche off from all contact with the outside world withholding her mail reading it first of course takes her phone so we'd see drunk jane and i love this scene this is probably my favorite scene in the whole movie Uh, she's recreating her little girl look so she puts on the dress she has the curls Mm -hmm. the bow and she's singing her old hit song I've written a letter to daddy which is super creepy when an adult is singing it and and then she looks in the mirror and she has this horrible realization that she has aged and is no longer the famous child star she was and yeah. that is such a moment for me. I mean, it really resonated to me as somebody who's like, in you know the last half of my life, like i i I'm probably up to the knee in the grave, so yeah. like I get that. like there's those times yeah. where you're like, what who am I to me?
0: yeah, well, and I think that that moment is so impactful because she's never you can tell like that's part of her identity of who she views herself as is baby jane
1: and it's hard to transition from a child star to an adult star. which
0: we've seen in real life with many child stars they so many fucked up so
1: many yeah
0: and like in Get every topic like, <laughs> you can't blame them right like it's i mean i guess you can for their behaviors but it's still like it's obviously a trend
1: it well, it's difficult. I mean, it's tough to navigate for sure. So I think that's the moment that Jane really kind of snaps, like starts spiraling because in our-
0: Wait, why can't I hear you? Hold on You just stopped talking. No, I. I can't. Oh, now you're back. Now you're back. Okay. Good. I think it cut out and froze. And yeah. Sorry. I'll just
1: cut that part out. <laughs> you're fine. Oh, no, you will. I will. It's fine. <laughs> so um, um, the wanna next s- thing.
0: I want to say, though, at this point in her life, though, that's the first step she started taking towards any sort of action phase of anything. Just wanting to love it because everything before that is, I mean, she's obviously been there for years with her sister. No incident prior.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, so she's plateaued and now she's creating some change.
0: Yeah. So she has this moment of realization of who she really is now. And then she starts taking action. She's angry about it.
1: Yeah. Justifiably.
0: Yeah. But that's the first that's reality is being angry about it.
1: Right. And especially for being a woman in those times, I mean, that moment kind of mirrors the reality of that hag exploitation trend yeah. that was going on. That yes. I think once women were probably mid 30s, they were mm-hmm. seen as old and throwaways mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, roles were tough. I mean, that's part of the reason those two ended up in this film together was the reality that was happening off you know script offset so it's interesting how that kind of mirrors
0: well and i think they like being in the shadow of your hollywood sister just doubles that of everybody wanting to see her bringing her flowers you know those things but it's not for her anymore and she just has to she just puts up with it puts up with it puts up with it
1: right and she was considered you know, to be a shitty actor, whereas Blanche was lauded as being this great mm-hmm. actor.
0: Well, and it's not like her sister's a current actress, right? So, like in her mind, it's like, yeah, she was great. Fine. I was great too. Why are yeah, you let's plotting move on my previous equals. work? Yeah, like right. we we did the same thing at different times.
1: And interestingly, it's this film is looked back on. And Betty Davis, who plays Baby Jane, is seen as the better actor and critics and reviewers see Joan Crawford as the lesser actor. So it's yeah, like it's real interesting. life is totally mirrored in this film. I love it. <laughs> so in the next scene, we see Jane bringing Blanche her lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when Blanche uncovers it, it's her pet
0: bird dead. Which okay yeah and angry sister goes upstairs and is like I'll clean the cage for you <laughs> or wait was it then yes
1: yes yeah, yeah. before
0: took the cage cleaned it and then said your bird flew away sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry which to me is like a total like anger angry sister thing to do but like very childish thing yes. to do right yeah
1: so we might have some Arrested Development with mm-hmm. Jane too. Mm-hmm which I think is definitely can be a result of being a child actor. Yeah. So if, if when that's all Jane, you're known and loved for. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anything. That's like your whole identity is wrapped up in that. So mm-hmm. it, if you're not that, then who are you? It, it can leave you mm-hmm. lost and feeling like you have no footing. Mm-hmm. So when Jane leaves the house, Blanche sees her opportunity to call for help, but the only phone is downstairs. As we oh said,
0: my gosh. and watch is upstairs. Well, did you, so was this before after the other meal? Before. Before, okay.
1: So in this scene, we see Blanche thinking about trying to descend the stairs, but she's too afraid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she considers it, she like holds onto the banister, and then it's like, no. So okay. instead, she goes back to her room and types a note on a typewriter, which for kids <laughs> today relic. may not know, that's pre-computer so she types the note on the typewriter and throws crumples it up and throws it out the winter window where the neighbors are out working in their garden like they always seem to be and hoping the neighbors <laughs> had their sun it.
0: hats on I was I was thinking about that I was like <laughs> I wish I could just like like could be engrossed in gardening in my front yard and not care that people are out there looking at me in my sun hat
1: <laughs> I was working in my front yard yesterday out there not your caring
0: sun you have a yeah. you have a quite an audience out there too. I know. <laughs> see, if I can do it, anyone
1: can do it. <laughs> There's plenty of looky loos.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So at this time, Jane's out trying to revive her career. You know, because she's like, I need to to take action. Like you said, mm-hmm. she so she's placing an ad in the newspaper. Um, so for our young people, that is something that used to exist. Seeking a musician to collaborate with. Mm -hmm. So there's this whole suspenseful thing where we go back and forth between Jane driving home and you know, are the neighbors gonna see this note in time? It's like, ah. (laughs) But Blanche, you know, watching out the window, sees Jane pick up the note that blows right to her feet. Mm -hmm. And Like Blanche knows she's screwed instantly. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. So Jane picks up Blanche's, uh, brings up Blanche's lunch, and Jane tells her, you aren't ever going to sell the house, and you aren't ever going to leave it either. And Blanche opens up her lunch, and this time it's a dead rat. (laughs) Ah. I love that Jane goes, did
0: you know... (laughs) that the basement has rats and then walked away and then she opened up in the dead rat yes yeah, it, was,
1: it, was it was a huge thing, one too that was a big yeah. sucker that was like a sewer rat
0: when i'm like how did she catch the rat gross
1: I, I, jane doesn't fuck around
0: right so then we meet but to me but so, so when that happens she like chuckles and hides in her room like it's not a like even in that she seems childish it doesn't seem like i'm trying to hurt you it's like that like oh your brother doesn't know that he's hurting your feelings
1: like a prank kind of yeah
0: yeah Yeah. like like this is what siblings do like you got me by trying to send the note out and i'm gonna get you back
1: (laughs) Yeah. a dead
0: rat like
1: revenge yes (laughs)
0: but like sibling revenge what's that what would that word be what is that word um
1: sibling rivalry
0: rivalry right right
1: so i didn't expect the bird the first time
0: and i also oh, yeah. didn't
1: expect the rat to be honest i was like what's he it gonna be me you off know? guard both times too. yeah both, both times
0: and there was like some cream something coming out the bird's butt and i was like
1: what <laughs> <laughs> like she garnished it <laughs> It's those special touches. Mm-hmm. I mean, presentation is everything, right? With food. Mm-hmm. So then we meet the guy who answers Jane's ad and this actor and his mom, like this whole thing is like a whole different thing, right?
0: Yeah. It, they could be their own
1: movie. They could be their own movie. So he's like this big tall guy and he's like, cobbled by his mom who's like this tiny little is it a scottish accent i'm I bad have at no recognizing idea. accents I have no idea. he calls him lovey it's kind of like this weird thing so he he answers jane's ad jane is becoming increasingly ab- abusive to blanche and blanche is becoming increasingly hungry <laughs>
0: Well, because she, yeah, so she doesn't want to open the meals anymore because she's a- afraid.
1: Yeah, she's distrustful. She thinks like maybe the food's poison. She doesn't know what's in there. Mm-hmm. And so she like kind of tries to to negotiate with Jane, tells her if anything happens to her, she won't be around to sign the checks or provide Jane with pocket money. And Jane doesn't seem to care. Right. <laughs> So then, Elvira comes by to work, and Jane sends her away. But Elvira is suspicious; like her bullshit meter is strong.
0: Yeah, she's like, "I don't believe you, but I'll take the day off." Bye.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, you're gonna pay me, okay? But something's up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Jane is increasingly now cutting Blanche off because Elvira's her only like human being she mm-hmm. sees. Contact. Yeah.
0: This is before adult protective services, I'm
1: <laughs> So next comes that dead rat lunch. Mm-hmm. And I think this really like puts Blanche over the edge. As yeah, far it shows as, like, her
0: spinning in the chair and she yeah, she's, spinning, she's Yeah, she's <laughs> spinning,
1: literally. Yeah. She's spinning, spinning, spinning. I'm like, oh, you're dizzy girl, stop. hmm yeah, because I think now it's like all these things she's set in motion are mm-hmm. starting to come back to yeah. her, but maybe something she not thought in was the gonna, way she expected.
0: Yeah, something she thought she was going to do in the background and just have happen that she was kind of the puppeteer of. All of a sudden, the strings got cut and Jane's in charge.
1: I think she underestimated Jane. I think so. Meanwhile, Jane is pursuing her big comeback with Ed. The musician who answered her ad. And she's planning to revive her act exactly as it used to be. So she's getting her old costumes remade and her size and everything. And then Blanche is upstairs. And I really felt like she was being really nosy in this moment. She's like on her buzzer.
0: Yeah, like interfering.
1: And Jane's just pissed. Jane like goes up there and like slaps her in the face.
0: Well, she's like, what you're going to try to steal him too, which I thought was an interesting statement. So
1: maybe there'd been some love struggles in, in the past. Maybe which, Blanche had yeah. stolen some love
0: interest from Jay. Which you would think that possibly happening if there's a power takeover <laughs> in Celebrity, right?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely.
0: Yeah. So in, and it was just kind of like... If I mean, and if we think about space because we're kind of like, they set it up where the room is Blanche's space but really the house is Blanche's because Jane is like at her the bells being everywhere in the house is Uh, like, she has no escape from Blanche she has no privacy to herself it is all about what Blanche's needs.
1: And that buzzer was like the most annoying sound in the world.
0: Right, and that does speak (laughs) Caregiver burnout is like such a real thing. It is real, yeah. Because there is yeah. no off. off.
1: There's no off. Um but she
0: got slapped.
1: She got <laughs> not slapped. saying it's not saying it's okay, just saying it no, happened. <laughs> it happened. Ed and Jane go out to lunch. And Blanche sees an opportunity to try to make it to the phone downstairs. And this is mm-hmm. excruciating to watch. I know she you actually yeah. see the like
0: sweat developing on her face as she's going, like how much physical strength? I would have just gone on my buttons, thrown myself down.
1: And then I'm like, Okay, John Crawford, like I see your acting chops. Like you're you're putting it all into this. Cause yeah, that was I good. was watching because I'm like, okay, I know she's not really paralyzed. Are we gonna see her? engaging some like muscles Nothing. where she doesn't have control of them and no it seemed pretty legit to me oh yeah and
0: it was like and it was as slow as it would
1: take. as an outsider it seemed legit to me please correct yeah. us if it we're wrong
0: i mean yeah i think because it showed her having to use a lot of her upper body strength her leaning over to counter the weight like i think she did a really good job with that scene
1: and She's been starved for several days now, so I she felt like she was weak. In her well, room.
0: oh well, and that's that's true too. So what led to that right before was she was in the room and she found uh, that Jane had been forging her signatures and had been practicing her signatures
1: over and over. Uh-huh. So she'd been like having access to funds for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it's like okay. She's trying to get down the stairs. Jane is driving home. Ah, like what's going to happen? So Jane comes home. She actually makes Blanche actually makes it to the phone and calls Jane's doctor. And is in the process of telling him Jane is emotionally disturbed, unbalanced and violent. And which was interesting because violent hadn't come up. And you see her
0: lie there. Well, she's a slap.
1: I mean But
0: I mean that's something
1: But I mean, she did, yeah, no, you're right. So the doctor she didn't hadn't brought up violent. The doctor didn't. Asked and he was like violent. Prodding. And she kind of thought for a second and was like, Yes. yes.
0: Yep, that's what I saw too. Cause he, he was trying to gauge whether or not to come out to the house. And right. she could tell, like, if I don't say yes to this, he's not going to come out. And so she said key, yes.
1: Yeah, key information to get your referral to go through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> violence, yes. Um, yeah, and it yeah. did. It it changed. He said, Okay, I guess I'll come out.
1: I mean, in our field, unfortunately, there's check boxes. If you don't check yeah. the boxes, you don't get the services. And then <laughs> sucks. So um uh, Jane's overhearing this whole thing. And she the gets doctor's home like, like right then, yeah. I'll be over right away. So this is the time when doctors made house calls. hmm hmm um so jane responds by kicking the crap out of blanche yes yes um and that's the
0: part where i would say it definitely escalated
1: escalated (laughs) yeah so blanche is on the floor and jane is just i mean they don't show it again this Mm -hmm. is a time when they didn't have that kind of graphic portrayal in film so Mm -hmm. It's kind of shown from both persons' perspective. Mm-hmm. Like we see the kicker, but it looked and the violent. Kicky, but yeah, we don't yeah. see the connection maybe. It looked violent. It looked violent. And I and I think there's something that's been lost in yeah. modern film where like we're we're overfeeding images to watchers and imagination. it makes us less connected, engaged. Yeah, we're not that's using right. our imagination, which is always the worst. Yeah, no, I, is When I was watching it, it I was like, always.
0: feeling it. I was like, ah, ooh, gosh, yeah, oh gosh, yeah, because yeah. I'm imagining where it's hitting, even though I'm not seeing it at all. Yeah.
1: yeah and I'm like, oh, she's got those fancy 62 pumps on. Right. I was thinking toe, about t- maybe. Yeah, I don't like, know. Like back of the head, a pointed yeah, toe.
0: Versus just seeing it, being able to disconnect from that of like, that's right, right. Me. You're
1: like, okay, that's happening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Um, I do think like really this is an accumulation. So, again, it's been over how many years since the accident?
1: That was 35. and So, so 60 35.
0: People. So, 30. Oh, well, almost 30 years. Almost 30 years yeah. of taking care of her sister, um, of being in that situation, having no privacy for herself, being constantly overlooked feeling like she's worthless having a drinking problem unaddressed
1: and also that she caused this
0: yes and (laughs) then and then recently tipped off that her sister is selling the house and trying to put her in a home
1: right right
0: so I feel like again doesn't justify the behavior but it it helps us understand the why
1: yeah I mean you'd be so guilt-ridden to take care of your sister but also mm-hmm. just frustrated with the and situation angry. And, and again like you said like mm-hmm. caregivers experience this all the time family member caregivers
0: mm-hmm. and, all the time it's normal she had never done it prior right like so it's not like she was a violent person um with a yeah. history of beating her sister in a wheelchair like this happened it after all started escalating
1: point. when she felt like she was being pushed out
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely Because I would want to live in a mansion, even if it's decrepit.
0: Well, yeah. And if she versus living
1: in a fucking home, And you saw how
0: people were like, who are you? You know, and she had no other talent or skills and nobody recognized her. So, you know, what kind of life at that time did she really think she could have other than trying again?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think we just need to normalize like that caregiver burnout like you said like taking care of a family member like yes you obviously feel 100% like you want to do that but yeah. there's times when it can be frustrating
0: yeah and, and that doesn't mean
1: you don't love that person yeah, and you,
0: you may even feel like you hate them but that doesn't mean you don't love them or right. want to take care of them but you may not want to at the same time
1: it's not a Very black and white issue let's get mm-hmm. in the gray spaces Mm-hmm. so after jane kicks the crap out of blanche she calls the doctor back perfectly impersonating blanche tells him never mind um and then she drags a new her doctor. Sister back upstairs
0: yeah she chose a new doctor
1: <laughs> yeah, he's yeah.
0: Like, oh yeah i'm you know we can't force her to see me <laughs>
1: <laughs> which i thought was like okay he's probably like good i don't have to go out mm-hmm so Elvira, our hero, shows up wanting to see Blanche, and Jane's like, no, you're fired, um, and wants the key back, and Elvira's like, I don't have the key, sorry. So uh, Elvira takes off, and when Jane leaves the house to go cash Blanche's check, Elvira gets in the house with her key, and she goes upstairs, She she's worried about Blanche, so she, She's wanting to check on Blanche, but she finds Blanche's room unlocked. She sees her buzzer has been ripped out of the wall and thrown down on the floor. Mm -hmm. Um, So at this moment, when she's trying to figure out a way to get into Blanche's room, Jane comes back and catches her. Mm -hmm. Elvira threatens to call the police if Jane doesn't give her a key to Blanche's room. Mm -hmm. So jane goes and gets the key opens the door for elvira elvira goes in the room and, and this Stephen blanche looks terrible tied, you know her arms tied like up above death...
0: her head yeah,
1: yeah has her arms because she had this like cable it, it thing lift. that would help her a... to be able to <laughs> um move out of the bed into the wheelchair and it has her arms tied up to this she just looks thin you know she hasn't been fed just looks mm-hmm. very weak and really awful mm-hmm. and so as she's you know looking at blanche and being like oh my gosh i need to help you and blanche looks at elvira and has this moment of hope like oh i'm in mm-hmm. jane comes up behind elvira and hits her with a hammer
0: which was like the first I was like oh it's getting real now
1: <laughs> real right
0: but again I was engaged all before that too which was nice like it did well again wasn't just a murder scene <laughs> to get you excited um, yeah yeah it was a, just oh. to
1: see that hope in Blanche's eye like she kind of wakes up and is mm-hmm. like oh I'm I'm saved and then oh, I'm not saying Well,
0: and I think the level of what happened, her watch, I think there was some shock that just hit of, like, because, again, to see someone get hit by a hammer is a whole different ballgame.
1: Right, right, right. So, now Jane's got a body to deal with. We don't know exactly. We see her, like, struggling to get the body out of the house Mm -hmm. and drives off with it. We don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. So, going back to Ed... Uh, the piano player and his mom that weird relationship ed's mom informs him about the m- rumors that Drain- jane had tried to murder her sister back in 1935 and he's like okay well i'm gonna find out more about this so he heads over to jane's house to ask her about it apparently stopped at a bar on the way because when he mm-hmm. shows he up he's down. like trash just mm-hmm. fucking wasted And um, two cops happen to be driving by and see him wasted outside the house Mm -hmm. and, you know, knock on the door and and talk to Jane. And I thought this was a really interesting cultural piece because Mm -hmm. they're talking to Jane. Edwin's trying to say he's drunk and the cops say, no, he's just a little happy.
0: He's just a little happy.
1: So I don't think there's the same like take on drinking a lot of alcohol that we have now like now it'd be like oh somebody's drunk they're you know incapacitated in some way but i think back then it was seen a lot more likely which really explains how Mm -hmm. the two real life actresses drink a lot because i think it was just more accepted culturally than to just drink a shit ton of alcohol like all the time like it was fine yeah
0: And I think, too, what was interesting about the dynamic is so Jane was a daddy's girl, um, made very clear daddy's girl. She was taken care of and spoiled. And when he showed up, like, yes, it was like a business transaction, but you could tell she was like interested in him. But it was very much like this, like, you're going to be there for me. Right. And and when she first thought it was him at the door, because she she first says that it's him at the door before she sees the police and she you see the excitement and like the oh good he's here
1: right and
0: she opens the door and they say that he's drinking and you just see her whole expression change of like i don't want to deal with your mess like you're supposed to be there for
1: me there's not a room in this relationship for two messes i'm the mess
0: (laughs) Yeah, because it was just an odd, and like she brought him in, but it was definitely in a different tone than she started.
1: Right, like she he was displeasing her.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> so Jane does at this point feel like the walls are closing in, seeing the cops there, because the cops are now looking for Aravira actively. And there's a dead body,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So Jane is thinking about running away to the beach with with Blanche. So like they used Edwin to comes kids. in. She brings him in. Blanche, upstairs in her weakened state, gives all her strength to like knock a lamp over to get Edwin's attention.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he rushes upstairs to Jane's protesting, and finds Blanche like at death's doorstep.
0: And I wonder if that's why they made him drunk in this scene because prior not in the scenes when he's in the house he's very cordial he's very respectful he would not
1: have rushed upstairs yeah Yeah, good point so having those inhibitions gone
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so he runs away and jane's like all in distress he hates me you know so her whole narrative is people need to love me for me to have value so very distressed that Ed, ed hates her And she realizes that Ed is going to tell on her. And that whole thing, like, kind of resonates now that we've identified Mm -hmm. that Jane is in this, like, state of childhood perpetually that, Mm -hmm. oh, you're going to tell on me. Like, that's such a childhood thing.
0: Yeah, like, you're just going to tell on me.
1: You're going to tell on me. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. I didn't talk to my sister for five years about anything important when we were kids because she told on me (laughs) once when I wore makeup to school in fifth grade. And that's real.
0: (laughs) And you're very similar to Jane in some way. (laughs) Revenge.
1: It's not that I held grudges. It's just I'm very. No, you do hold grudges. What are you talking about? (laughs) So Jane is like, oh shit, shit's hitting the fan. So she puts Blanche in the car and heads to the ocean, which has kind of been her, her thought this whole time. And it's in the middle of the night, and they spend some time like sitting on the sand. Like, at this point, I honestly thought
0: Blanche was dead. <laughs> I, I honestly, I thought she was a dead body laying there. I'm like, oh, this Blanche is not
1: looking well.
0: At no, this point. like she was non-responsive. She looked like a dead corpse. I was like, okay, so and she's wrapped
1: she, in that blanket. Yeah, yeah, I thought she was dead. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Jane's just kind of talking her, but then. And then the juxtaposition with that nighttime scene is, mm-hmm. like, it's morning. There's, like, happy, like, surfy on the beach going on. Like, everybody, like, all the young kids are at the mm-hmm. beach, like, having fun, you know, uh, doing their thing. And the beach is all crowded. And they show, like, one of the beachgoers newspaper next to them. Because I guess people would bring the newspaper to the beach with them back in the day. I guess so. And it says Hudson made found in Ventura suburb. So we know the body's been found. Police Mm -hmm. are actively interested. And people also brought their radios to the beach.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it said the radio broadcast said was about missing sisters Mm
0: -hmm. that,
1: you know, and described their black convertible. And, you know, they're sitting right there on the beach. Mm -hmm. around you know right there and nobody sees this this sister with the curls and the bow and the the white dress and then the the sister wrapped in a blanket looking like a dead body as you mentioned
0: well and as uh, (laughs) and she was like playing ball with the kids on the beach jane was like tossing the ball and the kids look super confused like why are you playing
1: (laughs) old lady (laughs) super confused yeah Mm -hmm. old lady who Mm -hmm. IRL at that time was like Mm -hmm. Mm mid-50s so you know it
0: makes her look so much older though when they caked her with makeup and put like a baby doll dress on her it made it worse it was so much
1: oh backstory that I learned in the docuseries Mm -hmm. that was her choice to have that look because she wanted to and she just did that herself and showed up on set like that and john crawford was I like super was irritated because <laughs> it was like bringing so much attention to her yeah. but she her explanation in the docuseries anyway was like baby jane hudson was in the vaudeville era like mm-hmm. that would have been the look like the caked on makeup and everything overdone yeah. So if she's trying to re-experience like that, like that's what she would look like.
0: Well, and one of the things too is like she was trying to look like the doll.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she had that baby doll look. Mm -hmm. And I think her look was key to this movie being so Terrifying, Yeah, be- yeah. And <laughs> concerning scary. because it's like, okay, why is an adult dressing like a child? I wonder if it's like the like opposite that.
0: of my episode on the um how was Neotony. It?
1: Neotony, right? Like
0: <laughs> it's where, the something, where something looks like a baby and then isn't like when you look in a carriage, like a baby carriage, and it's like a monster instead of a baby that's so much more scary than like just a monster.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I experience that when I look in the carriage and it's a cat.
0: <laughs> I'm oh, like, oh, right. not what I
1: expected. Yeah, yeah. The words that I'm not- horrified by the cat is just like, oh, that wasn't what I was expecting. Or just see.
0: a really ugly baby. That's spooky too.
1: <laughs> spooky. So, okay. Um, we see Jane sitting on the beach, Blanche wrapped in her blanket, <laughs> looking real bad. And then it like cuts to the like police show up on the beach, right? And I thought that scene was so interesting because mm-hmm. they're talking to they're like at a, like a snack shack on yeah. the beach, yeah. and they um, get some information, and the cops just run off, and mm-hmm. one of the snack shack people who happens to be a person of color, yeah, or no, the other person next to them says like go figure or something like that Uh like mm-hmm. why did they run off and the person of color is like something about like it's cops like you you can't yeah, figure yeah. them out and yeah, i'm like yeah. oh like even back then like cops are sketchy yeah. and you know you can't well and if we them even you can't think about trust like them. you don't know what they're doing well
0: in the if we think too about the context here so they're talking about a black woman who was murdered right. and the cops are there looking for two rich white ex-actress women
1: yes yeah like why I are mean- they
0: not looking for the murder of the black woman so it goes back to to race issues in that era too of cops not looking into murder nothing has fucking
1: changed it's no terrifying it's so Blanche and Jane are there, you know, and Blanche wrapped in her blanket at death's doorstep. <laughs> Looking
0: at Admits
1: to Jane. Like this is the big plot twist at the end. And this is how oh, you yes. do a plot twist. This, this is, is how it. you do it.
0: This was on fucking point. This I is applaud. A plot
1: twist one white. I am so over the formulaic psychological thriller books out today. Cha! Of
0: where it's yeah, like, okay, I'm expecting just so over the it. twist. Like this
1: is how you do it. It was so subtle. I did not expect it at all. I did not, not expect it. Nope. So Blanche admits to Jane that she had manipulated her this entire time and by making she... Jane believe that she had been the one to cause her injuries, and she
0: and hadn't. No. So I loved how she described it, too. She went through and described the memory to her, like, like, maybe this will make the difference. And she says, and this was, like, huge to me, like, because we saw her as a bratty kid, right? Right. Um, but, sorry, Google it up. but what when she remember when jane was singing to herself in the house and she says when i'm a good girl mommy says this daddy says this when i'm a bad girl they say this and this so like any kid she had a good and a bad side she wasn't just bad all the time which is kind of what it got painted as and on the beach on the beach blanche says you know you weren't you weren't bad before like you weren't this way before i made you bad
1: so poignant my yeah. god yes i mean it hits on like such deep psychological issues mhm
0: and and so yeah and she describes herself getting that she didn't want her sister to drive cuz she was or she had been drinking right so she drove the car Her sister got out to open the gate and she upset by how her sister treated her at the party, um, stepped on the gas, which by the way, they show her shoes and her feet. And when they were earlier in the scene and they were all like, they, it matches, but you don't know that until the very end. And it's, just you don't know that
1: till the very end yeah right. i mean that was so well done so well and, done
0: and her sister dodged missed getting hit but she she, and she even said the word she said i snapped my spine which yes. was such a visual
1: so visual yeah uh, especially after like how managed her... to drag herself out of the car and oh, so doesn't... when authorities came they found blanche broken their out of the car and just and jane had run away because she was drunk and scared (laughs) obviously yeah and and she was
0: confused about what happened
1: so confused and so
0: her memories we've talked about memories a lot too about like memories are fallible they can be messed with fallible and malleable And, and I think what happened was she was intoxicated and scared and was told that she did it. And because the thing is at that point, everyone knew that Jane, um, hated her sister for getting better than her. So it was the obvious thing. So they just made sense. Yeah. So they didn't question her or like, why did you do that? It was, you did this and it's just like, she
1: believed it.
0: And we've had topics, too, about wrongful convictions of pressuring witnesses into uh, giving conf- false confessions.
1: And I'm sure the cops went and said, why did you hit your sister with the car? Mm-hmm. Is it because you were jealous of her career? You mm-hmm. know?" And,
0: and she goes, yes, I was jealous of her career.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you're convicted just based and then- on a statement of truth that fits into the authority's narrative
0: and then her the sister's response to that was almost you could see the shock come over jane and then she says we can be friends now
1: well she says you mean all this time we could have been friends oh
0: that's right that's right and it was such a like yeah it hurt heart. my heart it did because it was like wow you 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 felt obligated to her because you felt like you had to do this and or to take care of her um, and you were angry about that and that made you feel like you couldn't be friends with your sister
1: and that's how it got to this point point. Mm-hmm. and if Blanche and had just been honest right away they the could lie have lie got concerned.
0: too big the lie got too big because then with Blanche doing this last minute like okay I'm gonna sell my house i'm gonna put her away because it's the only way to get rid of her because she feels obligated to take care of her because she feels like she hurt her so why would she leave
1: right it's guilt Mm -hmm. guilt driven and blanche got taken care of that whole time Mm -hmm. like it benefited her the lie benefited her
0: and she started making new money where she felt that she could leave and leave her sister behind after years of being God. Taken I hate care. Blanche
1: even more now.
0: Right. Uh, so it was like I have money now. People are recognizing me again. You're forgettable again, and I can leave without feeling guilty. And that backfired.
1: My gosh, the depth of this movie is incredible.
0: I know it was really good. I'm glad I watched really it. Good. Oh well, okay, and we're not done yet. So the little ending.
1: Oh, yes. The little ending. The cops spot Jane on the beach and then
0: crowds start gathering. Well, so she goes and gets ice creams, right? Which I thought was a nice tie in with the beginning when she's like, I want an ice cream, daddy, as a kid. And yes, She Jane, and she's ties like, in everything. the beginning and the end. And she so says, she,
1: you want an ice cream? She wants the ice cream in the beginning and she gets ice cream at the end. And the
0: cop tries to take it from her and she goes, No, these are mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I and mean she she's... was so
0: happy though. Like even at the stand, she was smiling. It was like this sweet relief instantly, but it didn't take away the damage.
1: Yes. Yeah, she's she's get she's like finding her own. She's she's stepping into her place, you know, with truth. And still psychologically damaged <laughs> but yeah. still having some struggles so the crowds gather around her and now she's in her element this is everything she's always wanted she has her ice cream and an audience yeah and, and it- so she starts dancing and she has this crowd circling around her and she's dancing down the beach she's holding these two strawberry ice cream cones it was just such a glorious and that's, ending.
0: And that's how they ended it which i thought was really interesting because at the beginning it was her dancing on the stage. And at the end, it was her dancing in front of a
1: stage. If and she know. got her ice cream.
0: And she got the ice cream the beginning <laughs> and the end. And it never showed them saving Blanche. It never no, showed them right. Was, okay like,
1: nothing. Okay, did Blanche live or did Blanche die? Like, I no, guess we don't it's care. Like <laughs> that w- it was just a moment of
0: she got... <laughs> She she literally hurt herself trying to kill her own sister.
1: Jane got her comeuppance in the end. Yeah. I mean, um, she probably
0: went to prison. Probably for all the things in the murder.
1: But, um, yeah, I mean, she shouldn't have killed Elvira. Like, that that was bad and wrong, because Elvira was cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just that cool people shouldn't be killed. Nobody should be killed. But you know maybe maybe there's ice cream in prison yeah it was it was a nice
0: look i mean we have
1: empathy is, for her right which is difficult in a film to create empathy for, for the, bad, the yeah. killer yeah and, they well, and it, it wasn't
0: and it wasn't by glorifying it either like many do where it's like this is a good thing or like ooh, look how cool they look like Nobody wants to look like that.
1: No, they made it ugly, but it <laughs> was made still it ugly and charismatic. Yeah, yeah it was ugly, interesting. I cool. one ugly. And
0: I was, yeah, I really enjoyed the storyline. It was very complex, and um, there was like story behind the story that keeps on reading, which I like. Like you, you could sit and talk about the possibilities about what was happening behind, you know, between the lines
1: yeah i liked it we should watch more old disturbing movies
0: yeah i mean
1: <laughs> it's fun
0: yeah no i enjoyed it i, I know it. i was
1: watching it and i'm like oh shit this movie is effed <laughs> i know i know i think That's... i texted you that i'm like oh you did. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: i liked a lot it's, i wasn't i didn't even know what to expect honestly um it's not
1: what i No, liked. i didn't either i'd never seen that before mm no that was, no that
0: to was, me it's uh, one that i was like everybody should see this movie like i would have no hesitation recommending it to somebody
1: no exactly it, and, and there's I, like and at, at think, least
0: 50 movies on netflix right now that i could tell you not to watch so that okay, are just well, shit
1: yeah they're just pumping them out like you say
0: and if you have xfinity then you probably have access to hbo uh <laughs> to watch it
1: <laughs> it's on hbo
0: go check it out if you haven't already check She's it prepared. out and if
1: you want to watch yourself. more watch feud on fx which mm-hmm. is hulu and then maybe watch mommy dearest which you know okay. was yeah. not acclaimed by like critical reviewers but is now a cult classic just because of how over the top it is
0: and if you want to be freaked out you can read misery in the daylight <laughs>
1: And the daylight only is my recommendation that movie is scary because it's real it's too real it's too real that's
0: yeah too real <laughs> all right well all right until
1: next time uh get those wire hangers out of your closet already <laughs> and
0: don't forget to send daddy a letter no what is it oh send a letter to daddy that's I like how she said it too she said, daddy daddy, daddy. Oh Ooh, oh just God. a side note we're not done yet um when she was singing with the piano guy and and like her voice you could it was just such a perfect like it didn't stay like you're young right? it sounded voice,
1: bad like she was trying to capture the
0: past yes and he was like wincing at it a little bit like okay what does she think she is? you better pay me
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that was such a good scene it was all I thought that guy problem. was a good actor I thought I like. He-
0: I liked him too I like it leaves me wanting to know more I want to know more about the neighbors next door I want to know more about <laughs> him and his mom like I want to know what happened to Jane I want to know what happened to Blanche like
1: yeah did Blanche live or die yeah. on the beach Can I in have her blanket?
0: can I have a part two I don't
1: know i want a sequel
0: yeah it would probably suck but okay until (laughs) next until next time can amazon not remake this